ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main event. Welcome everybody to Honk If You Love Wrestling Podcast. Introducing first. From someplace far away, he is very nice, very evil, CJ. Being accompanied by his best friend from wherever, Wayne, whatever, Franchise Squeeze. To be seen. Welcome to Honk If You Love Wrestling Podcast, where we discuss the subjective art form of professional wrestling. This week, myself, Mr. Rizzo, CJ, and TBZ, we discuss yo, yo. Bray Wyatt's Uncle Howdy, John Cena, The Bloodline, and we talk Wrestle Kingdom! Let's start the show! How's it going, fellas? Uh, we haven't seen each other in a little bit. I haven't seen you last week with the holidays. Craziness in Buffalo, and uh, yeah. So what you what you been? It's up good to? to be back, Rizzo. You seem, Mr. Rizzo. You seem to be glowing. You know, you must be excited that you finally, after years and years and years of nagging, got TBZ to watch Wrestle Kingdom. Yes, yes. We couldn't get up in the morning to watch it live. I'm not hating on that. I'm just, but we got to watch it, and we got to watch, which some might say might be one of the greatest matches of all time. Uh, I don't know. We, we, we might get to that. Mr. CJ would say that. And by the way, Mr. Rizzo, Mr. Rizzo, you do look glowing. I do want to po- apologize to the Honk of You Love Wrestling uh, listeners out there. Uh, Honk of You Love Wrestling listeners. I was uh, sick with the flu last week. We had some holiday stuff going on, but we are back. We are healthier than ever. We got to check out some great fucking wrestling all throughout the week, especially capping it off with last night's Wrestle Kingdom. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, are we going to start with Wrestle Kingdom? Or are we going to start with what happened on SmackDown? I think yeah, we let's... should hit SmackDown first. What do you think, TV? Yeah, because we had the return of John Cena on SmackDown. We did you never, you never go straight for the entree when you're delivered a meal. You start with the appetizer. So, yes, I say we do start off with the delicious appetizer. It's a hell of a way to, to, to end the year of 2022 by seeing John Cena wrestle in a match Who? again. John Cena. Oh, are, you, are you sure? I, I didn't see anybody in the ring with KO. It was K. No, it was not the spotlight of God that this man once portrayed as Shawn Michaels' partner. What up, dog? I don't want to say it, but there was one thing that the internet could see on John Cena when he took his hat off and turned around to the hard cam. Yeah, Uh, I look a lot like John Cena. I mean, he's owning it, though. Like, you know, a little bit. I just, I, you know, I get the, the man for father time. Like, no, not at all. It's just, it kind of sucks because he does have the, the just, what, what's his superhero name? Peacemaker. 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 He has his peacemaker thing going on. So, yeah, he does have to have his hair. But, yeah, unfortunately, wearing a baseball cap all the time, as my grandpa said, you can't do that, kid. You're going to go bald. Um, <laughs> yeah, the little look that he's got is what I like to describe as a monkey butt. And that's what I got going on in the back of my head. So I identify with Mr. Cena, and I'm like, wow, I've never I've never looked like John Cena before. So I kind of <laughs> felt pretty like good John. about this. And let's be real. We all called him a legacy wrestler. 
when we were talking about him coming up for this week. So like as of this point, he is a legacy wrestler. Yeah, sure. He still has. And so he's visibly showing his age by his body, just not producing hair. You can't shame the man for that. No, I'm not shaming the man. Not at all. It feels like you are. No, the years of you see this John Cena witness me. I came to your defense. Ah, oh, John Cena, damn it. He's going to beat me up. It's gonna... And you'll never see it coming. Now, to be fair, there were some Make-A-Wish recipients that did want that as their wish for John Cena to come and beat me up. He did have to decline that. Uh, it was actually more than once. But you know who he did beat up? He did beat the hell up out of Roman Reigns. He beat the I shit out of Sami Zayn. beside myself when I heard this. <laughs> now, yeah. I say heard because I had quite a funny experience seeing this match. I, uh, by the time I got to watch wrestling, it was Monday. So I decided to watch raw and I'm listening to the announcers and they're all like, Oh yeah, the bloodline's doing all this stuff because of uh, their loss to John Cena. I was like, wait, what? I was like, stopped. I was like, I go back to SmackDown. I missed something. I gotta rewind. Oh, no, I just never got to SmackDown yet. I was like, I'll get to it. There's no way they'll reference that on Raw. TBZ <laughs> started to. I was like, well, going to that. You're showing your wrestling age because you didn't live through the years of LOL Cena wins. Because that's what not. happens. It's just hot. Cena's back. He wins. Fuck everything. Um, and that's kind of what happened. They did hit in stereo three, uh, five knuckle <laughs> shuffles. KO Which. In. Not great. No, not Kevin great Owens either. did not do great <laughs> selling that move. No, no. And the match wasn't, you know, it wasn't amazing or anything like that. But LOL, Cena wins. He made his return. Maybe we'll see him at WrestleMania. Maybe we see him at the Royal Rumble. We didn't see enough of him for us to determine whether or not we were going to see him again. And I think we talked or discussed a little bit earlier of how he didn't wrestle a lot in that match, and I pointed out that I thought he was definitely in movie mode um, <laughs> for a guy that just didn't take a lot of bumps. And I'm not sure if they're setting up, like CJ said, a mania, not run, but like a mania match with just making sure that he's okay for all that. But I don't know. I was expecting a little bit more from him. That's all. Go ahead, CJ. Oh, well, you know, it's the thing that they were really trying to push at is that hot tag angle. I mean, they were doing that. They were hamming the hell out of that. So I think it was a little bit of protecting him and, you know, maybe setting something up or whether it's a contingency in his, one of his contracts that he can't go and really wrestle because he can't get hurt. Um, that's a possibility. But they were really teasing that hot tag and, you know, give it to the fans. They loved it. They popped hard for him. It was fun. I had an interesting experience with this because... Uh, on my streaming service, I clicked on what I think was the like the live recording of it to start. And so it like stored that and it had some weird commercial thing. And there was just like a long time where it's like I saw the entrances to <laughs> Cena and KO. Yeah. And then there was almost like 20 minutes of commercials. And I'm like, there's five minutes for this main event for John hold Cena. On, hold on, hold I was on. like, whoa, and I, was, I just kept going. This is funny because myself and my brother... <laughs> We're watching this live with CJ in the Discord. And he is in a different market. He's in Florida, and we're up here in Buffalo. And my brother and I are watching it. We're going, this is a long commercial. This is a long commercial. They're still advertising Fox. For some reason, there was like a loop, and like our network or local commercial was stuck in a loop and saying the same Fox commercials. So... We, my brother and I, we never got to see Cena or KO's entrance. The reason so, why we watched SmackDown Live was to see KO's and SmackDown's entrance. So when it finally came on screen, 
Like during the commercials, they showed Cena on stage for like one second. We're like, whoa, wait, what, what was that? And then another a minute and a half of commercials. And then Roman comes out on in the ring, and then they went back to commercial. And it was just like, what's going on? And from my perspective, understand, I'm streaming this completely differently. Um, I don't want to say how I'm streaming it, but whatever. We don't have and, to. You don't no, have to prove like, where you're streaming. No, no, no. But I'm like five minutes away. Uh, like, I have a five-minute delay on what's happening in real time. So they're talking about commercials, and I'm half paying attention. I look up, and yeah, it's a commercial. And then I see, oh, Kevin Owens, and I'm paying attention to that. And I'm like, commercial. And I'm like, oh, that's weird that they would play that immediately after Kevin Owens and John Cena's entrance. And then it clicks to me, I'm like, oh, these fuckers have not seen either of these guys enter. And they were good entrances, too. The crowd loved it. Everyone loved it. It was, they'll never show it again on TV. Wow! They'll never let us show that again. Not in a million years. (laughs) I'm not sure if it was to Western New York or something with the Spectrum feed that I was going on. But my brother and that, like, it was just, okay, well, well, what's going, why are we, why are we not, what, what? And then we yeah, just never the got to see it. And then we talked, the, the and then we talked after and saw like the match wasn't long, and we never saw Cena. I'm like, what the hell was that? I didn't get to see anything. What's I going was on? Loving it, I loved it all. I, I thought of you both when I watched that entrance, going, "Yeah, Cena's back. All right, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly." I never got to see it. I want. To, I stayed up from eight to ten on min, on Friday night with my brother. And I didn't get to see it. I was disappointed. It's crazy. The viewers don't see this, but uh, TBZ now has a neon orange shirt and all these fucking sweatpants <laughs> all over them that say hustle, loyalty, and respect. And this black and white never give up towel that he threw to me in the crowd. <laughs> oh, he's got it. It's awesome. We'll, uh, we'll have to make a TikTok of that. <laughs> um, no, but that was a little bit of the news on SmackDown. That was one of the big things that happened on SmackDown. Now, there was some other stuff that did happen, too. We have to talk about... The return of our queen, Charlotte Flair. With some new music, uh, if you like to say that. Charlotte new entrance music. music. New entrance oh, music. Yeah, you didn't, I didn't check that out yet. Yeah, no, it's it's actually pretty good. I don't think they have a full rip of it on YouTube yet. Well, you can hear it. It's pretty I awesome. I hate her old music, so I'm going to no. hate this out of spite oh. and just be like, bring it back. Like, no, this is, I felt about the same real way. Quick. Well, we'll get serious about it real quick. It was noticeable that it, I thought it was Charlotte. But they changed enough of it to almost pull away from Flair. Does that make so, enough sense? If like the res- music, yeah, that 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 opening that Rick has, that you know, whatever, we'll cue it in here. Two thousand one. Yeah, the yeah, that's 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 the track there. Um, she still has enough of that where you know it's Charlotte Flair, but it has this really cool kind of, I guess, maybe a little little bit of hip hop beat to it. It's kind of aggressive, and I liked it. So you're saying that they have new music. It's just a remix. Yeah, it's it wasn't the same as... It it's was more than a remix. Different. It it's was more different. than a remix, bro. Oh. It's more. But right. anyway. <laughs> fair. Um, no, yeah, yeah, I'm listening to it right now. That's why I was like, fair, fair. Yeah, yeah, you see, it's bumping. It's bumping. But she comes out and beats the shit out of Ronda Rousey, and she is our new Here. SmackDown Women's Champion. I don't hate after, it. Uh, this was after Ronda beat up Raquel Gonzalez for a yeah, little I gotta while. Say that in the in the match that she had against Raquel, it went a little longer than I thought. It ended, I thought, okay on the finish. Sure. And then Charlotte showed up and baited Ronda into the match when Shayna was uh Shayna Baszler was trying to be like, 
hey, don't do this. Don't just do that. Bad. It's a bad idea. It's not a good idea. Like, have you not watched wrestling before? <laughs> this is usually how people lose their titles. Specifically like, you. Yeah, specifically you. Yeah. So don't do this. And then she just like, well, I can do it. Sure. And then, no, you can't. And Charlotte goes home with the belt. I'm fine with it. That's how you book a Charlotte return. Um, you, it's just shocking. I thought Ronda was going to have more time with the belt. Yeah, but are you happy that she doesn't? Are you? That's how I, mean, I was almost looking at it when I was first seeing some reaction of they put the Char- the belt on Charlotte. They put the belt on Charlotte. They put the belt. I was like, how about we look at it as they took the belt off Ronda? You know, like I looked at it as like Ronda's not with the belt anymore. We have different storyline of what we can deal with now. I don't know if Ronda's going back after Charlotte. I'd like to think that maybe she's going to go away for a little bit and then come. I don't know. I don't know. Let's have these belts mean something again. To be the resident curmudgeon on this, oh. I'm I'm meh on it, to be honest. I, I was fine with Rhonda. Rhonda could have kept it. Charlotte can have it. I, I enjoy Charlotte. Um, I'm just not over the moon that she's back. I'm just kind of like, okay, cool. Let's see what we're going to do. But I'm not like, my mind's blown with what yeah, the possibilities. A, Roman, a rumble return. So anything different than that, I thought. Was you kind of spoiled cool. that. You could have brought Charlotte for a rumble return. That would have been fun. That's fair, but she has the belt, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, Charlotte's going to bring a little prestige to the belt. Um, maybe a little uh, feud with Ronda. Yeah, that'll be fine. I don't care too much, but uh, Charlotte's just a very solid wrestler. It brings her brain total up to God knows how many now. 14. 14? Going to beat her dad time. soon. Going to beat her papa soon. Woo! Let's jump into the nation of speculation real quick. Who do you think? I mean, I don't think it's going to be Ronda. Who do you think her first like feud or match is going to be with? Ronda. Oh, you think that she's going to go after Ronda? Ronda's not taking a break? No, she just lost that. her belt. Fuck that. She's mad. Yeah, she's going to come back with a fury. Yeah, she's going to beat okay. the shit out of Charlotte. Freak her. We're going to get a Shinsuke AJ-esque rivalry between these two right now. So they'll have a match. Which is just going to... Is it going to end in just them punching each other in the dick? It's going to end in Ovarian Delights around. Oh my lord. Ovarian Delights, if you're some sort of merchandise or ice cream, send us swag. It's not, and don't send us that swag. <laughs> All I'm going to say is I now expect Charlotte to go on the run that Ron, uh, I expected Rhonda to go on. So she's probably going to tear through the entire line. And we'll see a yeah. lot of Ron- we'll she see a better. Lot of Charlotte. She better. Yeah, but, She's uh, the queen. You can't do anything less to that. I mean, good for SmackDown Women's Division. Could use a, a boost. So Ron, uh, Charlotte does that for sure. Yeah. 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 That was a good transition there, CJ. Yeah. Who do we else we have on SmackDown to talk about? Let me talk to you. That that would be our boy, L.A. Knight, who has a a confrontation with our man, Bray Wyatt. Still. Still having these confrontations. Well, we did see a little bit of a resolution here because we we do see that there is going to be. No. First, hey. No, first, 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 there is no resolution, merely more questions. Yes. Continue. Now, you know what? The the curtain is slowly being pulled back. That's what's happening. No resolution. All right, here it is. It's the age of the internet. We've seen the high res pictures of Uncle Howdy, who made his return. Uh, We get to see him again. He comes Mm -hmm. out, and instead of attacking LA Knight, he attacks Bray Wyatt. He goes ahead and hits him with that sister Abigail, Mm -hmm. and 
Bray Wyatt's out. There's going to be a blackout match, I believe it's called. At the Royal Mountain Rumble. Dew blackout match. <laughs> oh, yes. Pitch black. Pitch black. Whatever the hell type of match it is. Shut um, up and take my money. Is there going to be a giant jug of Mountain Dew? God, I hope so. And the witness to dunk your opponent in it. I knew we were going to get back to the Mimosa Mayhem match somehow. That's the only (laughs) way you make this match great. I think so. But we're going to see that match. I thought this was a themed match with Vin Diesel. Yeah. How do you think they get the Mountain Dew there? Vin Diesel delivers it. You son of a bitch. I'm in. No, this is not about like Pitch Black, the movie. Yes. No, I got okay. what you were getting. Why you say we're why you're saying Vin Diesel? It's just we gonna, all okay. know Vin Diesel. We know his entire filmography and all. He's Groot, all right. We get it. Do. But you know, we also saw the high resolution photos of Uncle Howdy. We know okay. it's we know it's Bo Dallas. There is no doubt we that do? that man is Bo like, Dallas. We? Hold on. Do we? I was hundred yeah, percent no saying Bo Dallas, saying Bo Dallas, saying Bo Dallas. I haven't seen Bo Dallas in a little while, and that super high resolution picture I did, I went. Is that Edge? Am I like that, completely wrong on that? Like, I is just, that was Egg? Like, Egg Helms? I mean, I don't think Edge necessarily makes a lot of sense. Yeah, uh, why would he, it's why would he definitely Bo Dallas. He still has Judgment Day to sl- slay. I'm not thinking it is anyone else besides Bo Dallas until I saw the picture. And I went, this is a way to th- completely throw us. Like, someone should tell me that, like, oh, yeah, his height I'll doesn't match up. It's pic- completely no, wrong. I- and then I'll be off. But I was well, just thinking of, well, hold yeah. on, one, one point I'm making is that the first comment was going to be, well, Ed shaved his head recently, and that's not his long hair. And I was like, Kane's mask used to have hair on it. So, like, that's why I was just going that way. But, hey, I'm I'm happy to be wrong. I, I originally predicted Bo Dallas. So. Let me throw a speculation bomb out there. If it's anything LA, but it's Bodell. Okay, thank you. It's like, is if it's LA anything Knight but Bodell. going to fight Bray Wyatt at this match, at the Rumble? Or yes. is he going to fight Uncle Howdy? I think Uncle Howdy will make, uh, of course, an appearance of some sort. But why would, I, why would Uncle Howdy attack Bray Wyatt then? Because fuck Bray Wyatt, that's why. Because I, he's I, I, trying I to show that he's not here to fight LA Knight. He is going to fight him at this match. And that's why he attacked Bray Wyatt because he quote took him out. Oh, and he it's is the interesting. Last man standing. It's very interesting. I like that thought. We'll see that's, how it plays out. Yeah, that's that's I like, the, kind of, like, like that's that. the only thing I could think of though when I'm trying to like understand why would he attack Bray Wyatt and not L.A. Knight? He's been terrorizing L.A. Knight, but he's turning this on Bray. This man's a booking genius, but he can't see Cena winning come from a mile away. It's insane. It's insane. <laughs> no, but I mean, as far as um. As far as SmackDown is concerned, the only thing else that really transpired, as we mentioned earlier, uh, as TBZ mentioned, is uh, the Bloodline, who who went ahead and they ran roughshod on the Raw roster there for a little bit at the beginning of Raw because mm-hmm. they were pissed off that they lost that match on SmackDown. There was an interesting segment between Sami Zayn and uh, Paul Heyman as well there. Uh, Mr. Rizzo, do you want to talk to us about that, or do you want me to, to, to recap that a little bit? Because that was a really weird segment that they had. Well, there was the first uh, altercation. Well, I wouldn't say altercation, but first like meetup with Sami and Paul Heyman. And it was almost like Paul Heyman was stalling to yeah. not let Sami in to see Roman. And he kind of like, yeah. threw some like 
some ideas in Sammy's head like, hey, you know when like the crowd was cheering for you and not cheering for Roman? I don't know if like Roman really liked that. And Sammy's like, well, did he say something? And he just kind of like just kind of planted the idea in his head. And then a few seconds later, he got like the phone call or the message. Oh, green light. You can go in there. Blah, blah, blah. And then they move on. And then there was yeah, another he never segment. said no. He didn't say no, said but no. he like he went like the roundabout way answering. He's like, eh, you know, what if yeah. I just pretend we never heard this ever? And, and he then later like, on, okay. there's another backstage segment with Sammy and the tribal chief with the whole bloodline. And Sammy brings it up to Roman saying, hey, you know, when last week the crowd was chanting my name instead of yours, like that didn't bother you at all, really, did it? And first, I'd like to point out that Paul Heyman's face was the look of horror, like, holy shit, why did you bring that up? But then Roman does a, a split second, maybe two second pause of like, nah, it's fine, we're all good. There's definitely something there. I, I, I don't know. I just that's where that's why I mean, there's something there. I would like to I would like to see it, it play out. Oh, I'm sorry, TBC. No, after. I would finish. like to see it play out as follows. I would love to see Roman Reigns continue to allow what he knows is going to happen to happen. Sami Zayn get a little too big for his britches and want to bite off more than he can chew. Um, he will have to put an end to it. And the only thing is that he might be allowing a monster to be created in front of him that even he cannot handle when i was trying to think of what was going to happen with the bloodline and sammy going forward after war games the first thing that came to mind was a like battle of egos at this point you know sammy now has gotten the love of everybody to make it to the bloodline and it, like you guys kept saying like there's uh, even uh spence he was referring to just like how there's always like this weird look he was giving him after the match because like he doesn't still believe him or anything. And it's not that he doesn't believe him. I think what it is is that he's going to start realizing that as the bloodline, they want Sammy and not Roman. And Roman's like, yo, I'm the show, so you better watch it. And like, it's going to be a moment where Sammy's like, I can't, I, 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 I like, I can't control the crowd. They want yeah, me. Unless because he I'm lovable. tries to tell the crowd to shut up, which I don't think they will, he's going to be like, Hey, yeah. uh, the, don't you want them to cheer for me? I'm part of the bloodline, Roman. And then it's just going to cause a kerfuffle. So it's the rock in the hard place kind of situation where I, I think like Roman is going to kind of like, for lack of a better term, be a character and play up this ego side of him and being like, you need to cut this now because it's all about me. It seems as though either <laughs> WWE is very good at now stumbling upon these ground level movements in in trying to allow them to occur a guy like daniel bryan you know this b plus player they tried to keep him down a guy like Sami Zayn, they listened to the crowd they were expecting ko to turn in a week after you know Sami Zayn cut that promo what two months ago they were expecting this to go away and they've let Sami Zayn turn into this hype beast that we're all loving to see and he has a legitimate shot at taking out roman reigns as you know, as as champion, he he is a believable contender uh, for the championship. So bravo, WWE, either they're learning how to manufacture these guys and make the crowd really get behind them or they keep stumbling on to these brilliant moments and good on them. Yeah, for sure. And that's great on WWE. Um, they've had a really great week. Uh, AEW uh, we will, you know, we could touch on them if we want to. We could talk about them later. But WWE had a hell of a week. 
Yeah, WWE is just really just plowing along with everything recently. I mean, AEW's got to have some stuff cooking. Well, they've got Jeff Jarrett. A wild slap nuts appears. Double J, Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> they do have Jeff Jarrett, and I well do love done, Jeff Jarrett. Well done, Well done. I mean, you have to understand that the MJF thing, um, it's its going to play out. Uh, we are going to see a little bit more of the MJF-Brian Danielson feud. Uh, and we, and we see that happen on AEW. That actually happens. Yeah, uh, During his match. Who was Danielson fighting? Uh, all ego at uh, Ethan Page. Yep. Um, you know, he has that match with Ethan Page and MJF sitting there in the rafters with uh, with that beautiful woman, the most beautiful woman in Colorado, I believe they called her. They, yeah, uh, they did. Oh, and they brought back CJ's favorite gimmick of cutting to him in the crowd during a match. Such a good gimmick. And that lady, whoever that lady is, I would listen to her. Whatever yes. she was saying make, to MJF, I would definitely make listen to sure her. we all note this. And if you're out there lady listen to this podcast Hit cj up <laughs> um, at hawk if you love wrestling.com yes uh, d- d- send us your emails i think daddy dom's doing all right without at you, wrestling yeah. honks honk yeah, if you love wrestling on, on 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 the tiktoks oh, and yeah. uh you know all if you're if you're social. old school if you kick it old school and you send us an email we honk if it. you love wrestling at gmail.com yeah stick to the emails because i'm not really sure how long tiktok's gonna be here that's fair that's a good point that's uh, a very good point. It, you got to worry it, about. We're those all going to have to switch to flimflam. Speaking <laughs> of good points, I was going to say things that are going to stick around are this fucking <laughs> this MJF and this Danielson feud because uh, we're going to see is a little a bit more point. of that. What's about to end is the uh, Death Triangle versus Elite Best of Seven series, which I believe is happening it's- next week. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, that that seventh yes. match is happening next week. What is it called there, TBZ? What is what? the match called? Oh crap! Yeah, what is it called? Oh, sorry, I thought I there. keyed you up or teed you up for that. No, I remember, but it's bl- like I'm forgetting the actual name. But I remember I commented on it. Es- well, we're, we're gonna see that match. Escalera del Fuero or whatever. Oh, I love it. I love my gringo self. Cannot say any of the Spanish words. Jeez, well, this is great. We just lost a demographic. Thanks, 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 Mister Rizzo. Um, but to cap off Dynamite, we do see the uh, Samoa Joe versus Wardlow uh, TNT uh, belt uh, match, as well as the Ring of Honor uh, title. It was a they, pretty good match. It was. A, it was a good match. It was two big men beating the shit out of each other, and. Mm-hmm. Samoa Joe Warlow uh, was nursing an injury during it, but he was able to still hit the moves. They were all like, is he going to? And he did. He yeah, was so able to get it off. Samoa Joe beat him up a little bit before the match. And mm-hmm. as you mentioned, you know, Warlow nursing those injuries. Samoa Joe sneakily takes the W. He does choke out Warlow. Uh, Warlow does not tap. He passes out. After the match, Samoa Joe gets up and it looks like he's going to try to maybe shake, you know, uh, Warlow's hand. But instead, he dealt, decks him with a belt, and he cuts off his ponytail. The one big, unique, defining characteristic of Wardlow right now, they cut off. So, um, so the maybe, feud's heating up. I guess. Uh, but I really didn't see what was happening next, which is Wardlow standing there. Um, uh, sorry, Smojo standing there triumphantly, and you hear Darby Allen's theme music. And... Samoa Joe's looked up at the stage and he's all ready for Darby Allen. Darby comes and smacks him with a skateboard, uh, you know, setting up the next, you know, match for the TNT belt, which I believe is happening tonight as we speak. 
So that was uh, that was dynamite in a nutshell. I would agree with you guys. AEW has to up their game. I'm hoping that with some of the things we're seeing at Wrestle Kingdom, uh, and with all the changes that Dynamite and AEW is making headed into the new year, we will see some things. But as of right now, they have to step their shit up. Well, they're getting a lot of stuff back. They got their new shiny toys, Kenny Omega. Yeah, who we'll talk about later. We'll be talking about later. (laughs) And, uh, you know, the Bucks, Brandon Cutler, you know, the boys, they're back. I agree with you with the exception of Brandon Cutler. (laughs) Hey, you listen here. That might be that might be hot to talk about with them. um, But we're still guessing at that for next week. But where are we at right now? I'm a little discombobulated. Um, what are we talking about next? We're talking about Wrestle Kingdom, baby. We're talking about it's Wrestle t- Kingdom. It's time. It's yeah. time. It's, you know time. All right. So let's preface this by saying this is a six-hour pay-per-view that we did not watch all of the matches on. We didn't watch the prelims. We specifically watched. I mean, I watched a bunch of this stuff, and I believe I that don't sleep. CJ did watch all of it. If I, I would have known that, I would have watched it with him. <laughs> Sorry, I, didn't, know I that. didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I want to point it. out, CJ did not want do do his homework and watch it with us together, as was the agreement. My car kind of blew up today too, so thank anyways, God I watched it. Oh, did you predict your car to blow up? So that's why you watched it or beforehand because you're like, I know my car's gonna no, blow up. No, no, you were I, gonna watch it anyway, and then no, be like, well, I'll catch you guys later. Some people would consider this good luck. I guess it's and the we only were best friend, CJ. Oh my God, I'm sorry. My car is currently in uh. Margate. I was lying out there, and the tide come in. It woke me up. I remember looking around and thinking, you know, fuck. If this is hell, it looks a lot like Margate. Uh, that's a line for our Peaky Blinders listeners. We'll splice that clip in for everybody. Well, I'm glad you're all right, CJ. All right. Anyway, time for Wrestle Kingdom, baby! Back to Wrestle Kingdom! <laughs> Hooray, so the I was saying stuff. that the matches, the, the pay-per-view is six hours long. The way that Wrestle Kingdom does their show is they definitely have like an hour and a half or so of like a prelims and then a um, an intermission. But we weren't watching any of that pre-show and most of the card we didn't really get into. Like We, we, we can only watch so much wrestling. We particularly watched... The Fatal 4-Way for the Junior Heavyweight IWPG Championship. The women's match on the card, which was the um, IWPG IWPG women's title. And then the U.S. and the heavyweight title, which was the double main event. Um, So sticking with what we were talking about with AEW. What a participation award. It's not the reason AEW I mentioned events. AEW what? was the first time. I think this is like this is the first time that the women had ever wrestled on New Japan's Tokyo Dome. I think last year they did it on the pre-show or pre-show, the preliminary the match. Preliminary, yep. It was uh, Kyrie Sane versus uh, Tama. Oh my God, I'm going blank on her last name. Nakano. Tama Nakano. Nakano. And it was a great match. It was short, but after the match, which Kyrie kept her title. Um, new music hit, and we had the debut of Mercedes Monet, who had a weird haircut, we, weird haircut that looked like Bam Bam Bigelow. Um, CJ, what did you say it looked like? 
Uh, the Mozilla Firefox logo is what it looked like. Yeah, you know what? I think yours is more accurate. I only knew the, the what they were referencing, but it looks definitely more like she got paid by Firefox. Um, but she made her debut, Rip came Firefox. out with Kyrie, knocked her down, and then basically said, I will see you in a match on February 18th. And I believe it's in I believe it's in the U.S. I believe the match is in the U.S. Yeah, um, I think it's. Uh, I, she said the name of where the hell it was, and now I can't. Now I'm blanking something on it. At, she, something at the Valley. I uh, believe it's like Bailey's it's hometown. Yeah, it's, yeah, like it's it, like it, California. I'm like 99% sure it's in California. It could be Seattle, but I don't think so. Um, but anyway, she hit that piece of shit finisher that that they didn't connect on. That was really rough. I um, said it to who? to Tony. I thought that there was a botch where Kyrie was maybe supposed to act like she was going to get in the arm bar and then no, so what, what, supposed to do something. I don't know. It, either way, it looked bad. It didn't work. So that's her new finisher. What's supposed to happen is when she spins her around, she's not supposed to fall to the ground. She's supposed to stay on her feet. So it's she'll hold her up like a backpack, spin her around, and hit that DDT. And it's supposed to be pretty fluid. It looks great as a finisher. It just was executed very poorly. Yeah, okay. Uh, Kyrie, you. after that long, brutalizing match, you know, yeah, it was couldn't six and a half minutes, this, seven minutes. Yeah, could, couldn't hit this. It was a little rough, and it kind of dampened her introduction a little bit the crowd didn't seem too hot for it either it's not what i, I mean, it's, it's what i was expecting for the women's match because it I, I, because the match was so short i thought sasha or Mer, uh, mercedes was Monet. actually going to wrestle but because that didn't happen it was just like oh it's just an introduction of who she is we'll see her in february but the reason i mentioned aew was they hinted at soraya having a match next week with a mystery partner and I'm getting a lot of shakes from people. I just don't think that'll happen, but you can say it. Okay. That's all. That's why I'm shaking my head. I'm just like, I don't believe you. They don't, I don't believe, believe that that's going to be that. All right. So I'm just going to tell well, you it's not. Believe what, though? <laughs> keep on keeping on. Believe what, though? You didn't, you didn't say it. You didn't finish your thought. Well, there was some speculation that Sasha or Mercedes Monet was going to be Soraya's partner next week. And, Against two? Uh, uh, Britt and Jamie Hayter? Uh, I don't think it's Hayter, but yes. Britt. Yeah, maybe it is Hayter. Sorry, sorry. Thunder Rosa. No. Thunder Rosa? That's the other candidate. I hope not. All but... signs point to Tony Storm. I was going to be my Storm. other guess, too. Oh, okay. I was just like, yeah. I We're going to mix it up it's... with a mystery entrant or well, Tony it, Storm. The reason I'm going to go with a mystery entrant. About... It could be anybody. It could be Tony Storm. A boat's a boat. Yeah, no, it could even be a boat. You know how much you always wanted one of those. <laughs> um, yeah, but the, the match was whatever. The take home segment there, it's fine. We'll see that match. Is it'll be good to see Sasha Banks? Oh, sorry, Mercedes Monet. I'm going to say three weeks. We got three weeks. Yeah, Kyrie looked After nice. three was, weeks, we can't do it anymore. It was refreshing to see Kyrie. She had she had that one move. What they call it? Like like a. Like, the cutlass uh, buckler or the, yeah the cutlass that that was cool i didn't yeah. seen her do that in nxt no so. no no she busted out some really cool moves and you know uh, we'll talk about some cool we'll talk about cool moves later wait, wait wait before we do move on though i do have to point out i'm remembering that i told mr rizzo during this match and i was like i want to do it now before i can rile up cj about this but i'm going to do it now to rile you up you on do the it anyway oh here we go i go you know who you won't see in this match Liv Morgan. <sighs> you will you not. No. You would not. 
No, this match was great. Like it's I was watching match. the moves. Everything was like solid. It was yes, perfect. It was, it was just meaningful. Like, there was and, and, a reason to hit those moves. The moves looked like they were deadly. Like, oh, hey, you had momentum. You did stuff right. Welcome to stardom. Like, boom. So, like, props to them. This, Like, yes, the match was short in comparison to the other matches, which, again, still, I'm wagging my finger well, at y'all. To be honest, we only watched the other the other three matches were, like, the last three of the card, were, like, the longest three matches of the card. As much as that match, I think, was, like, six or seven minutes, three or four other matches on the card were like nine. So yeah, it's okay. not like it was that much longer than her match. So but no, no, there was, the yeah, main there events was were both 30 match. minutes. It was a short match, but it was a good match. Like, yeah, good on you. Uh, and, and I get it, Mr. Rizzo. I, I get it now. Um, and then that's exactly what I expect. I expect that out of my wrestlers. And when AEW tries to push that t- kind of energy in their matches, they better be doing it like this because this works. It's a big complaint that I have towards the women, uh, the, you know, the women in general, AEW's women, AEW's men. The strong style is supposed to be used when it's used correctly, and it's done well. You see it all throughout the fucking card. These guys are hitting each other, and every blow has some sort of meaning to it. It's not like it's just, hey, we're randomly going to do this because it's a cool spot. The matches that you see later, they tell a story. They tell a fucking story. It's just good wrestling, and it's refreshing to see that, hell, the women can do it. So up your game. I say for my bed in Florida, you know, <laughs> these women are great <laughs> athletes, but do it better. We can, yeah. you know, we see it. I would pay to see that. Yeah. You got You got to spend the disbelief for the subjective art form of professional wrestling. Yes, yes, yes. So keeping it moving on the card, mm-hmm. uh, the next match that we watched was the uh, junior heavyweight IWPG championship, which had... was a uh, fatal four-way. It was a fatal four-way with Master Wado, El Desperado, Taiji Ishimori, who was the champion, and Hiromu Tanahashi. El Desperado, or as they were calling him, Despi! Despi! <laughs> oh, yeah, it was a, it was a fun match. I knew of like two guys of this of this match, and I was expecting it to be a little more fast paced with the work rate. It started off a little slow, a little more comedy with like the Bone Soldier who is uh, Taiji just sitting in the middle of the ramp, just chilling. Like, hey, I don't need to be in there. You guys can do what your thing. And a lot of flips. It was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a really cool match. We I think myself and. Uh, TVZ was pull. We're pulling for Mister Wa- Mister Wado at the end, not knowing anything before we saw the match, and unfortunately, he did not pick up the victory. No, he did not. And yes, I, I was at the end. I was starting to love Mister Wado just uh, to insert himself in the segment that I fell in love with. He just came out of nowhere, off the top rope, and I was like, "Whoa, we got high up there!" And then he did another pile driver move where, again, he like lifted him up, and it just like it looked. Like I was impressed. I was like, man, I didn't think he'd be able to lift them that high. And yeah, he slamming kept... them down. It was just like, oof, that looked brutal. It's a really <laughs> cool move. It's almost like a, it's not a choke slam because of the way he holds them, but like you use the same force of like I'm putting someone in the air and I'm slamming them down with my hand. But it's yeah, it's really cool. I liked it. I was also uh, pulling for Ishimori or AKA the smartest man in the room. <laughs> I loved how <laughs> I loved how the announcers throughout the match were just like going back and forth. Like I got a very Corey Graves vibe from the one guy who's like trying to be like defend Gino him. He's Gambino. Like, he's, 
He's like, oh, yeah, he's so smart. You know, well, you defended the bell. What else do you want? And he's like, yeah, well, you only defended it once. He's like, one is more than zero. He defended it. <laughs> right. <laughs> and just throughout the match, he did those things to bring the announcers back to comment on where it's like, you know, the fatal four, right? They're all duking it out. And he finds he just like weasels out of the ring. And he, like at one point, they even noticed he was chilling over there. He's like, hey, what's up, dudes? He's like, go back in here. Oh, yeah. So I think the, the, I think playing a classic heel. was the victor and was the new uh, junior heavyweight champion, which I believe is the 93rd champion. Also, what did you what was that attire? Like, what is your gimmick? Oh, yeah. They pointed out he was where he looked like he was from Monsters, Inc. And he had a bunch of Mike Wazowski's all over his all over his jacket. Yeah, that was them being like, what the hell is this? It looks like he's from Monsters, Inc. Like, that was them describing it. It's not CJ, that you got anything on his pet that he he looked like he was walking a stuffed An eyeball. Eyeball on a yeah. leash. No, eyeballs. I was just going to say that Master Watto was, was the wrestler of the match for me. So many times, I thought he was going to win the match. He, he pins... Um, he, he, I forget who the fuck he pins, but he forces Takahashi to break it up, and he tries to pin uh, Hiromu too. He gets that broken up. Everybody kind of wants Wado to win the match, but he doesn't. He he gets hit with a time bomb. He was and... about to win it, and the Bone Soldier pulled the referee out of the yeah. ra- out of the ring. Yeah, like, and then even he gets when hit he with the did the move, you're like, "That's like, it. He's gonna win," and he he's doesn't. Got it, and he doesn't. And it's just one of those. Hey, there's no reason that this guy should actually win the fucking belt, but I think he's going to for a minute. And you know, they I just thought you. that yeah, it. he made me. They believe. broke us all in. He made <laughs> me believe. Made us a believer. Yeah, yeah Mr. Wado, we're gonna be we're gonna be looking at we're Mr. Wado fans after that match. That was pretty cool. It was. Classic we'll face see, maneuver. He was the seventh. Well, he was the seventh match in the card. We'll see where he is next year. I found yeah. it funny. Uh, they were talking about Desperado. How they said he wanted the belt so Despy. that he could open up. Yeah, so they could open the door and fight the wrestlers that he wants to fight. And then they were like, yeah, you know, it could open a lot of forbidden doors. And the other guy was like, what forbidden doors? Like, ah, oh, what? Never mind. It's like, Duh, let's I, just move I, on. <laughs> I, I, I liked it. I felt like it was a nod to, to that pay-per-view with AEW. <laughs> the other oh, guy's yeah. like, what are you talking about? We don't talk about that. Well, also, I mean, if you take a look, the forbidden door, you know, and theoretically it has been kicked down. You got AEW wrestlers, New Japan wrestlers, WWE wrestlers. All yeah, on the this same page was the Forbidden Door. I mean, uh, while, ser- while searching Carl for Anderson. this, while searching for Wrestle Kingdom to watch on the site, I found that there were clips from Forbidden Door. I was like, "Hey, I know that." Yeah, <laughs> yeah but with Carl Anderson wrestling um, in that match, it never does, open weight. Yeah, it 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 brings a WWE wrestler and AEW and, and all these sort of promotions together. So yeah, that mm-hmm. Forbidden Door kind of has been kicked down. Oh, for sure. Oh, for man. Sure. How about guys just... kicking the fuck out of each other, though? <laughs> yes. How about two men kicking of... the fuck out of each other? Yes, yes, yes. The next the, match. The double that we main event. <laughs> definitely stole the show and is going to, with it being January 4th of this year, I believe that we have a match of the year candidate that's going to be easy for us to hold up for the rest of the year. Um, I was so pumped during this entire opening. You get Kenny Omega coming out, his back to the crowd. The he sticks out his left arm in that one winged angel. Holy fuck. It is like seven in the morning. I have not it slept. Was, it was amazing. It was a cool setup, too. Uh, Mr. Rizzo was commenting on it during the show how it's like wide. 
they had a lot of screens and yeah. they were wide. It wasn't tall. It was just spread out. And that's sure. what I feel I played into that effect you were talking about. You just feel the weight of that because it just, whoa, it's way out there. You know, CJ, this is the first time in the last three years, I think, or four years that I didn't watch the entire thing live. And it's a diff. You know what? I think it's a different feeling when, like, you've been <laughs> all up for five in the morning, <laughs> but like you're psyched for it. You're supposed to be going to sleep, and the sun is coming up. Oh, yeah. And then you're like, "Oh, this." I'm like, "I'm." High. And then you're like, "Maybe I don't have to go to sleep. Maybe I can just go to work after this because I am ready." Win. And then an, uh, an hour after the match, you're like, "This was a bad idea." I oh, was it? Yeah. Now. If I had to work today, there's no chance that was happening. No. Uh, well, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Sure, but you know uh, the, the the Kenny Omega entrance with Don Callis as well. Don Callis on commentary during the match, just fan or not on commentary, but you could hear Don Callis throughout the match. Um, he was on commentary, yeah, on commentary. Yeah, my bad. Um, I'm just trying to think because I listened to it all in Japanese. I didn't realize there was mm. an English option for a while. Are you serious? <laughs> Maybe- anyway. Did you just smoke too much? You just think I it didn't. was like I don't know. It doesn't matter. No, I was I was, was going to make that joke way earlier, but I I didn't get a time to put it in until now. So I was hey, saying to Mister Rizzo, what a life to be just universally hated everywhere you go, Don Callis. <laughs> like, oh yeah, how, how do you just deal with that? The weight of that just on your shoulders constantly. And I would like to point out in the press conference the day before, he talked about like. Uh, Kenny Omega, when he left New Japan, it was raining because God cried that he left New Japan. And then what was the, I don't remember it because I think I think TVZ might remember. What did they say about him returning as a as so, being God? Or is, I don't know why. He, he, uh, oh yeah, he was talking about how Kenny Omega was the God of wrestling or whatever. And one of the announcers goes, "That's why I put a space between us in case of lightning strikes." Oh, that's what it. that's what Kevin Kelly said to Don Callis. Yeah. yeah, there was something else they said about Kenny in the match about being God, and he needs to do something to prove that he is like a god of wrestling. But you're right. That was a better line. He's like, yeah, we have a space between you, me and you. So if you do get you struck and I, by lightning. That's how okay. I knew we were in sync because you and I both cracked up at the same time. I was like, I bet he heard that too. <laughs> well, you, you but, know, yeah. Will Ospreay not cracking up. Will Ospreay looks pissed. Dude, uh, his entrance was also baller. I was just like, this is already two honks. One yeah. for each entrance. It was crazy, <laughs> but he had to have been pissed from that press conference the day before, as Mr. Rizzo was saying. That yeah. press conference between Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega, Ospreay gets right into his face, drops a bunch of F-bombs, talks about how he has to fly out here. You know, he hasn't. he's spent 14 days in quarantine and a living hell in his own prison. And, you know, once again, back to that uh, asylum match in TNA. Uh, he's just going crazy, and he's sick of having to fucking prove himself. And yeah. He doesn't have to prove himself. Anytime you see Omega and Osprey in a match, it's going to be a great match. But this one felt a whole hell of a lot different than when we saw him in AEW, didn't it, boys? Felt a yes. whole lot different of a match. Well, first yeah. of all, did they? F- they didn't have a single. It was match, a trios right? match. It's a trios That's what I'm match, saying. sure. But no, no, no. You're you're right though. Like it, it just that feel the, the match stipulations aside. It de- you just 
like I said, I was already at two honks on the entrances. I was just like, my God. The match uh, didn't The match they didn't was, slow down one bit. I mean, no, I said, right this match doesn't gates. stop. And then TBZ, they're in a rest hold. Like, it doesn't matter. I don't know what this is. Just, uh, that's how I was. It just it wasn't <laughs> as stopping. You, as you said that, he took him to the mat. And then he sat there. And I kind of, I, I, I found it funny because you were saying this match don't stop. And then Kenny Omega almost looked at me and went, stop. Shook his head. <laughs> I, was like, oh. I was like, oh, I was like, he's in a rest hold right now. He's holding him out. Uh, um, but aside from small little rest holds, you're absolutely right. The match did not stop. These are men who hated each other. They wanted to hurt each other. And they did. Uh, Osprey cut open. Apparently it was a no DQ match. I didn't know that was the stipulation for this. I didn't know that was the stipulation either, but they, they definitely beat the shit out of each other. That exposed turnbuckle was absolutely brutal. That yeah. was extremely rules brutal. aside, because I don't know the rules for the New Japan. Huh? I wouldn't look at it as a hardcore match like no. one or two that they've done in that promotion. They just allowed some things to happen, but the fact that they yeah the AEW the turnbuckle rules. and they used the table just insinuates like that they went a little bit over the normal match. There's blood. They had crimson masks. It was uh, it was insane. Kenny's eye. Kenny's eye looked bad. Like when he first, when they first did that move off the tur- exposed turnbuckle, I-, I thought it was like, like, like it was instant puffed, and I was like, oh god. But then I don't know. After a while, it, it may have been the angle, but like it, it seemed less bad than I initially thought. But one funny oof. visual that they almost missed because they went to replay is when after Kenny stomped on the table that was outside of the match yes. on uh, Osprey, there was a hole in the table. And he picked up the table and stuck his head through it and went, here's Kenny. And they almost <laughs> yeah. missed it. They almost didn't show it. I'm like, um, I hear him doing it. Can you? Can we see it? Let's go. I and like yeah, how the so Japanese audience is like, what the fuck is he talking about? You know, <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> they know. Some of them knew it, but most of them were just like, why has he got his head through a table? Like, I don't know what's going on. Uh, no, it's um, so good. And and just Kenny was, you know, he's a little theatrical. He is in general. He hits that moonsault on Osprey and he's smiling as he's getting up. And I'm like, Kenny, you're just loving this. You are loving this. You are soaking the moment in. Uh, that DDT on the turnbuckle, that was insane. Brutal. It was that just was brutal. Brutal. Uh, even Kalis, at that point. As you said, Kalis on commentary. I loved him, though. He's great on commentary. He's great at what he does. Yeah, we even had a point where, like, all right, cool, it's done. Kenny's beating the crap out of him. And then all of a sudden, Osprey just comes back with his, uh, you know, the... Super os- hidden blade. <laughs> the super hidden blade, the Are os- you talking cutter, the os cutter? The, the os- two os cutters. And we were, we were at, like, the 25-minute mark. We still had 10 minutes to go in the match. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, like, and, like, oh, shit, real, yeah. And real quick on those os cutters, that man got as high as, like, Montez Ford does. Yeah. Like, it blew my mind. I was just like... Dude, we might have to say Montez Ford gets as high as Will Ospreay. I don't know. <laughs> no, seriously, though. But After like, this match, like, he, I mean, to be maybe. the nerd here, this match is the Elden Ring of matches this year. It, it came out real early. It was super good. Nothing's going to be. Yeah, this. like this is, this match is of what the year. this is the bar that every match is going to be looked at for the rest of the year. Yep. But was it Ospreay Omega? No, I nope. guess it's not. Like, that's I the standard for the, the rest year. of the year. Well done, guys. Way to get it out early so we don't have to wonder, are we going to get mad? <laughs> yeah, what's the rest of the year? year? Like, boom. Put yeah. it up there. Well, Osprey's in his own blood. He's just in a puddle of his own blood at one point in this match, and they're still going. Yeah. Uh, you know, Osprey. For at least half an hour. That's almost. The, yeah. 
they just they keep going like uh omega hit a ddt on osprey uh later on in the match he he hits those v triggers and you got to imagine those v triggers on that eye jesus christ man uh, i when he when when osprey um how did he get on the rope? I forget how was the Irish whipped. I just remember he like tumbled and he had his like head on the rope and he was just like kind of laying on the mat. And you could tell they were just lining up the camera. And I was like, this is going to be so cool. This is V trigger coming up. And they like put it where it was like over Osprey's shoulder. So you could see what he was looking at. You just see Kenny Omega walk over and he's like, Boom. <laughs> I was like, ah, that was so cool. <laughs> he's going to kick me in the face. You know? <laughs> he's kicking me, not Osprey. One you thing that TBZ. Go ahead, go ahead, CJ. Did you think Red Shoes was going to stop the match at any point? No. Did you think no, Red never. Shoes was stopping that never, match? Never, 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 never. No, no, I don't know, man. That was a lot of blood. One <laughs> shout, shout out to remember, Red Shoes. <laughs> uh, TVZ was pointing out this is one of the first times that he had seen some of the New Japan promotion and the crowd being so different in Japan than it is in the in America for how just they react in general. This was the first time in a couple years that they were even allowed to cheer. But even there, there's still like a really subdued crowd. But this crowd had emotion to this match. On those V-triggers where it was silent and then he would get hit and then the entire crowd would go, ugh! Like they would react. They're like almost every- echoes. Yeah, they were reacting to everything and it gave more emotion to the match. It was it was raw. It was really cool. Um, and yep, I noticed I noted, a bit from that. I noted that when uh, they were doing the chops, the, the, the Booyah chops. It was just, I mean, overall, I said it before this match, but it was just like, it. it there's no uh, white noise. You know, it's not the hum of the crowd. It's like silent, the crowd, silent. You know, yeah. there's that distinction. They're all there for the match. And, They're not there for that, themselves to create like a noise. They're all cheers, there. Cheers, the get match. on TV, yeah. whatever. But yeah, and that gave emphasis to those boos and yays. Like it almost felt like it echoed throughout because it wasn't, getting drowned out by that noise. Yeah. I'm not sure if we actually mentioned who won the match this far into us talking about it. No, wait, we're almost there, though, because... Uh, oh, go ahead, because I want to ask hits about that. Yeah, no, Osprey hits that Styles Clash, and then he hits the Hidden Blade. I thought, that's it, that's the end Styles right Clash, wild. Yeah, it was, I didn't see that coming at all. Um, nope, the crowd popped to it just as much as we did, that, oh my God, he hit... AJ Styles move. I know that move. <laughs> yeah. He misses, uh, you know, he doesn't get hit by the Stormbreaker, and he ends up hitting uh, what uh, Kenny hits Osprey the with the German suplex. A. Oh. He hits him with the German suplex, and then he hits him with the knee to the face, and then boom. One winged angel. Nobody's fucking kicking out of that. No one. Kenny Omega, your new IWGP, is it United States Heavyweight Champion? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. God and damn! What were a match. you guys surprised? That's a four hulk. Um, kind of actually. I thought that it probably was going to be Will Osprey to hold on to that belt. So yeah. did I. I. I mean, it's but what I'm not second guessing the booking. Do you I, think Osprey is coming to AEW? Do you think that's what it means? Okay. Well, this is oh, me hmm. getting not seeing it, but seeing a little fallout after. Like New Japan does some great um, post. Um, Unlike AEW, <laughs> yeah. Fallout. They do some great post-match uh, angles with press conferences and stuff like that. And I guess it's you need to see both Osprey and then some the uh, another members on the on the cards uh, 
interviews because they really tell maybe where their story is going over the next year. And Osprey in particular, I believe there's a talk of his contract ending in 24. And it's Mm. a similar story that Jay White had where he told everyone he's going to give himself a year to accomplish his goals. And if he's not, he's leaving. So that's a year-line story of him getting up to a story to face Okada next year at Wrestle Kingdom to win the big belt or to fail, leave, and go to AEW. Interesting. those Those are my thoughts of just something mimicking what Jay White had done with that. Um but yeah, that's where I think what Osprey's story will go with him, because uh, I was expecting him to win the match too, and he didn't. So uh, that's my sto- what I think the story will go next. I think he's pretty pissed off, and I think he just put on a hell of a match. He always gets overshadowed by Kenny Omega, though. Yeah, that's the name of the game right now, and that's kind of what he said in that presser. Speaking of overshadowed, that's what this match did to the main, the actual main event. It was a, listed it's as a true. double main event. I compared but Okada this. and White was just nowhere near what Osprey and Kenny just was. It was like The Rock and Hogan at WrestleMania followed up by Jericho Triple H. It's like it's still going to be a great match, but you just you you the fans had nothing left in them. I mean, not saying that these like fans that- put a lot of emotion you know into anything, but. God damn, they were tired out. I was tired out. I mean, it's still happening today. Look at Deadline. Match before. Yep. Yeah. You know, the, the Iron Survivor Challenge was way better than the Apollo Crews Braun Breaker match. They are fishing buddies, and you take that back. I'll always <laughs> want to see a good wrestling match between two fishing buddies. That's <laughs> the way wrestling buddies. should be, all right? Yeah, yeah, they just hang out men. at the diner, have breakfast and coffee. Just That's two men in, in, in sharing in each other's strength. Yeah, Jim Cornette gave that one four honks. He watches our, he listens to our podcast, by the way. It's weird. Well, Cornette, we got to talk. Four honks. He loves good old-fashioned fishing buddy wrestling. I guess so. It's true. We got to talk a lot buddy. of Mid-South wrestling. Uh, this match was not fucking fishing buddy wrestling, though. It was the grimiest no. looking motherfucker of all time, Switchblade Jay White. He just looks like somebody that stole something from you. That like He, <laughs> has something me, that he I looks own. like he was the bad guy and gone in 60 seconds. With just longer hair. Still yeah. a bad guy. Yeah. He still is a bad that guy. That guy, I thought, like, stole, like, sports cars and made, like, rocking chairs. No, there's, like, a copy of Majora's Mask on the 3DS that I think Jay White has. Right. I don't know why. I've never met him. I'm just assuming he stole it. That's what he looks like. I saw an article claiming that every Majora's Mask copy is unique. Yeah, I didn't read it. They say that. They say that I about was, all It was clickbaiting me, but I was just kind of like, is it? They've said is that about... Just- They've said that about Super Mario N64 or uh, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever it is. Uh, they said that about Ocarina of Time as well. There is some weird, stupid shit because it's like every kid has their own stupid thing that happened no, in their it's, game it's, the first time you played it. So it's like yeah, it's some emotional bullshit. <laughs> um, anyway, one other anyway. thing also about the match that I know I want to bring up because TVZ was like, <laughs> TVZ was like, Hey, I know that move. When I when I brought to your pen, the attention of him of Okada doing the money clip, yep, of how like it's oh, yeah. kind of a weird looking move. And I like to point out, it's like you're choking him with your own arm, but like you're making the other guy put his own arm in such a weird position that he can't like behind do their head. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. 
Me, you know how you I do like if, a tricep, uh, a tricep. Uh, if I do that stretch. without anyone doing anything, it's uncomfortable. Like, yep. just and trying you, it without anyone you, holding my neck. Then the person can't. behind you takes their arm and grabs that hand and then chokes them out with their hand as they're grabbing <laughs> your stretched out tricep arm. So Kata was working Jay White to the point where he was almost like passed out, spitting up, uh, yeah, you know, Ugh. white all over his beard. I thought it was funny that you could still see the stain of water from the previous Omega Osprey match because after the match, Kenny just dumped a ton of water on him for no reason. And they cut to like you get like a shot of the ring and you just see a huge wet spot. And it's like oh, that's where Kenny uh, Omega like was. Somebody peed in the ring in that one spot. <laughs> yeah, someone yeah. um, had an accident. Jay White has some awesome looking moves though. Um, it did pick up though. Like it started slow. It was a slow match. Yeah. When um, I think. When he hit the bloody Sunday is when it really kind of picked up after that regal flex. Yes. Um, but there was definitely a second gear to that match because it was just kind of like, all right, these guys are going. And it's tough to say that about an Okada match. I just I, I'm not behind Jay White. I think the gimmick's fine. I just he he doesn't do it for me. It's because he's not a beefy boy. I was saying this to Mr. Rizzo. He is a small boy. Yeah, he he he's not bulked up enough to hold that belt. I, I think mean, he's, he's, he's at the end of the story where he was he's his had hottest. It. Yeah, I, I was I was saying to Mr. Rizzo during it, I was like, is the IW is this belt like the heavyweight belt? And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, good on you, New Japan. Not making the beefy boy the heavyweight champ. And I immediately thought of you, CJ. I was like, he's going to hate this. Oh, fuck. But okay, <laughs> okay. sticking with with. Uh, um, oh, my God. Who faced the cut with Jay White? Like yeah, well. I believe we're at the end of some of the good stuff with how well, we started with. I could be wrong about this, so if anyone's a big fan, uh, please email us and tell me how I'm wrong. But I believe he like left Bullet Club to fight with Kenny, and then left Chaos to feud with Okada, and now we're kind of at the end of him like kind of giving the title back to Okada. So like it's kind of at the very end of like the cool stuff that he was going through, and I kind of knew the. The winner of this match, with it being the first Wrestle Kingdom that didn't have Tony Onoki in it, and this was kind of like a tribute to Onoki, so I just assumed that they were putting the belt on Okada. But that's just how we looked at it. Which makes sense. Um, and Okada, Okada does take the win here. He does. I, I was kind of surprised. I don't know. I guess because of the gimmick of Jay White. It's his era. So now what's his era doing? Is it over? It will I think at this point you get you, you leave an unhinged um Jay White with nothing left to lose. He can do anything. He could go back to being this nut job again. That's something that I was insinuating earlier with Osprey. Osprey and White's post game pre- or post uh, match press conference, I guess, are great of them just being like lost or dejected or mad and like talking about where their story is going to go next so i haven't watched it yet i've just heard people talk about it a little bit on twitter so i'll go back character. and watch those so i those have got to be pretty good to maybe just see where they're going to see where their character is going next but yeah, yeah. Um, both of them are almost in the same boat uh kind of hey i lost what i thought i was here to win what do i do next yeah it's just the osprey thing makes more sense because he was beaten by uh, Kenny Omega, who who also you you heard me pop during uh, his car, a title card. They had the AEW logo next to his name. You know, everybody else was all like, "Oh, the Bullet Club" or all these other things, and boom, AEW front and center. Yeah, Wrestle Kingdom. Well, so, we should have uh, said the Elite. 
Yeah. <laughs> but it, what, yeah. Yeah. But what I'm getting at is that it's like, it makes sense. Cause then he's like, well, Kenny Omega is part of AEW. So he kind of like recruited him. Whereas this one, it's like Okada. It's part of new Japan. So it's just like, eh, and switchblade, like switchblade whispers something to Okada after the match, which I was kind of curious about. He does whisper something and I have no idea what the hell he told him, <laughs> but, uh, maybe Could be gibberish. See, like maybe, the whole, like he's still dealing or coping with the loss something i just think that we could see a little bit more out of that i, think I don't the commentators mentioned it too so i don't know what it'll lead to yeah and, and tbz you were you were hoping for maybe a, a post a, a post match return or a post match surprise yep. appearance or something along those lines uh because it did feel a little bit lackluster unfortunately compared to that kenny omega and will osprey match well, it ended soon. Like I, you, like when we were trying to tell you how much time we had left on the match, I was going based off of the stream. Yeah. And so it ended, and I was like, "There's like ten minutes left to this. Like, what are they? Uh, what well, are they going to do?" That uh, was actually short. There's a lot of times where the show will end, and there'll be like thirty minutes on the card because they'll mm. have the announcers just kind of hanging out and talking. And okay. sometimes they'll even show you like one or two of the post game. I was trying to tell you that when we were watching the show, but we yeah. did get someone come out. We did get Shingo come out and challenge Okada for the belt, which there was some confusion with the announcers with the interpretation about when the date was. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. A new date, like a New Year's Dash, which I believe is like the next day. It's not that. And they didn't know if it was like February 1st or January 21st. They didn't know when it was, but it's happening Siege, sometime. The rest of the Siege on Moxley, even the great screw up. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, they, oh, yeah. Were, they were telling Chris, I think it's Chris, What's the announcer's name? Is it Chris Carlton? No, that's not his name. Anyway, they're going to have say, to get a second interpreter because he's he was he was done. Oh yeah. To put a, to put a to comment on this before, or like you know make a final comment on this. Um, this reminded I was saying to Mister Rizzo during it. It reminded me when WWE was in the Thunderdome, like the wrestlers felt isolated. Like it's very quiet. The, the yeah. crowd also, they didn't have stadium seating. So you don't see them in the background. You just see nothing. It's yeah. just dark. And again, they're quiet. So like, you're just like, is anybody even there? Um, it's different. It's a different feel for sure. It gave the big match atmosphere really well, in my opinion. I think it always does, mm-hmm. but it's different. Yeah. You hit the nail on the head. And it, it made me think of a comment that was made on a previous episode. We were talking about, you know, what we, we were describing, you know, the difference between ABW and WWE. Uh, our one comment about AEW is that they're they're fast paced. They're almost at the detriment of the wrestler. Like, you know, watching it, sometimes I get concerned. This seemed like they did the same thing. So, Mr. Rizzo, you were right. Like, they're trying to kind of be a hybrid of WWE and New Japan wrestling. Um, but, like, the moves worked. I never, I was never like, oh, don't do that move. You can't do that move. They were just, everybody was on one. Everybody hit their move. There was like, there were botches, but again, they weren't like, oh, I botched this move and now you're landing on your head. It was more like, oh, whoops, I was supposed to go left instead of right or something. It's just like the botches didn't matter, but like the moves, they were just, they were tight. They were good. They were on beat. Yeah. yeah it's it all the felt- practice. How much, they, how much wrestling they do for like, we'll never get into like the young lion stuff. And I know that you watched it. Uh, CJ watched an amazing. Uh, uh, what was the pre-show or the? 
<laughs> what's the what's oh, the, the Rayo Iowa, Iowa versus OL? <laughs> they o- always have these team? matches. Sometimes during the G one, they'll take like two guys, and then they have the G one. They'll like wrestle for five days in a row, and it'll be the same guys will wrestle the same match for three minutes, five days in a row, and you're like. Okay, I'm kind of into this after the week after number four for some reason. The first yeah. trading Carol, like, I'm, all right, I want to see this guy get a victory. But yeah, like the rivalry, those, you want to see what happens. That's how the trading works. These guys are the young lion, bottom of the barrel, nothing the young for boys. like a year and a half to two years, and that's all they do. So when yeah. they finally get to a point where they have some character and they built up, they've got a base of like, yeah, I know how to do that shit. That's all I've been doing. Yeah, I'm yeah. good. Uh, yeah, so that's just a lot different of basic style. moves. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's good. So training. it makes me it makes me wonder why does it work with New Japan, but with AEW we're kind of like critiquing it a bit, you know? It just it, it during Wrestle Kingdom I was thinking that, and that is. I, I don't, don't watch. I don't, I don't watch those matches ever. I I'm not forced to watch those three minute matches that occur night after night after night after night. Um, AEW's development program. Um, it seems as though. They are looking at that New Japan style and saying, oh, shit, that's the stuff I want to do before carrying piss buckets for two years, doing that same match over and over and over again. Setting up and taking down the ring for six months, eight months. Why do you think Osprey and Omega can hit those fucking moves? It's because they they were they were living out of their cars in Japan, eating shit for six years. Jericho will say the same thing. Like, yeah, for an entire year, I worked in a dojo and I just picked cleaned up stuff every day. Like that's that's where it starts, and I think there's a lot of ego that comes with younger wrestlers in general. I know that I trained for a little bit of time, and I had a fucking ego, and I was nobody. I was just running the ropes, and you know, I was already getting a little bit of fucking uh, too big for my britches. So I think it works in New Japan in a lot of ways. But how many Okadas do we see? How many Naitos do we see? We don't see them every day. It's I don't know. It's a different kind of brand. Yeah. 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 It's something to think about. Take home and ponder. Well, something I'm just happy that we finally got the Wrestle Kingdom. Before you go there, CJ, I just want to say I'm happy that we finally watched it. Hopefully, we'll get into more. My my hope is that maybe we're not going to watch the whole thing, but maybe we'll maybe one day G one a little bit down the yeah. road and watch some I of that. Actually, let's work on a Dominion first and then we'll, well go to the Well, what G1. I was going to say is no, watching we're not going to be I able was... to watch all the matches, but when we get the blocks come out, I mean, you know that, hey, Okada's wrestling, you know, Moxley or something like that. You might go out of your way to watch just those two block matches. So we'll get to whatever. I'm just happy we're finally watching more stuff. Mr. Yeah. Rizzo, I'm on board. I honestly thought that. I was like, oh, we could maybe do an episode where we, re- you know, recap the G1. Yeah, the, no. Well, <laughs> maybe the G one final. <laughs> you know what no, I mean, no, though. Kidding. But like, yeah, I know what you meant. I know what you meant. For that, it, it, that kind of wrestling, like watching this, I get it. I, I get why you were so excited, Mister Rezzo. It was great. Uh, I, I definitely would rewatch some more. You know, I watch can. more. Yeah, love it. So, hey, and AEW is giving that an ability with the Forbidden Door stuff. We're getting a little hints of a little bit, so you get to know some of these guys when you eventually watch the New Japan card. So, I knew Okada. Yeah, or you knew Osprey from that. That's how you got to know Osprey as well. Yeah, that, honestly, that, yeah, I, that was the like to me. I was like in my notes, like I put double main event in quotes. Kenny versus Osprey is the real main event. Let's be real. <laughs> oh yeah, but I mean, just like really quickly looking at the card too, like Leo Rush, you probably would have known. Just yes, they were talking A-W. about him when we were like skipping around and stuff to get to the matches. At one point, we was like after a Leo Rush match. I was like, I know that guy. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, we like, didn't watch Carl Anderson or we didn't watch uh, FTR. So FTR we is another one. So yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's really cool to see. And I mean, let's not even talk about like TJP or Kyrie from WWE. Uh, there's a lot of that forbidden door just being cracked wide open. I am interested in having you guys see a Yano, a Toro Yano match. So <laughs> hey, as long we'll, as he's we'll fighting uh, Watto, I'm in. Master Watto. Master Watto. <laughs> So, guys, I, I had a quick idea. I hope I gave you guys enough time to think about it. Uh, I, wanted I do. To, I wanted to take a minute here. It is the new year, and we love wrestling. We honk all the time because we love wrestling. So I wanted to ask you guys, who do you hope has the best 2023 of any wrestler and any promotion? Who do you just hope has a really, really good year? They deserve it. I can mm. I can take the reins here if you'd like me to. Um, I could go take ahead the and Romans. start this up. I've got I've got two right now. Well, who's your honorable mention? I'll say my honorable mention is Baron Corbin. Oh, Baron I Corbin. Like I don't care for his JBL thing. I mean, if that takes off, great, but it doesn't feel like it is. So I kind of hope, you know, he can get away from that and maybe do something else. I don't know. Go back to the constable. That was fun. But anyway, that's my honorable mention. And this one, deep cut, Drew Gulak. Ah, Gobbledy Gulak. <laughs> He's still around. He's like, like in the outskirts of the galaxy slash universe, and he I'm just is. like, man, you never say die. No, like, good he, on you. He's sticking he was, around. He's trying his damnedest. He is on NXT at the moment. <gasps> is he really? He was on NXT last week, and he had a match yesterday against How do you Andre do? Chase. Ooh, Andre Trace. We can get into my NXT minute. Let's go! We start the show with great matches with Mello Hayes versus Apollo Crews and Trick Williams versus Axiom. Mello and Axiom are victorious. Schism, four roots, one tree, confront the New Day, which Kofi says is one set of hips with five cheeks. Yep. Joe Gacy and Kofi Kingston is the main event. Spoiler, Kofi wins. It was good. Big Body Hobby is back with the Christmas album. With the hits like the 12 Days of Hobby and we wish you a big body Christmas and Felice Javidad. And he lost his match to Oromenza. Alba Fire ended the Extreme Resolution match by giving Isla Dawn a glory bomb over a table. Andre Chase, Chase you, had a nice grapple with Drew Gulak, and Duke Hudson is having second thoughts about his coach. On the Grayson Waller effect, Braun Breaker had trouble taking his jacket off, but this show was a big setup for next week New Year's Evil. Dijak versus the Don and Street Justice. William Regal's little boy, Charlie Dempsey versus Drew Gulak's student, Hank. 20-woman battle royale, Reed Bros versus Inda Shear, and Grayson Waller versus Braun Breaker for the NXT title. I tried my best, guys. I tried my best to get to the, the minute. I don't know if I... Yeah, you, I try. Clocked in at a minute and seven. No, I mean, like, under the under no, 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 under the minute, it's just, I do my best. But, yeah, it, it doesn't happen. I try. I try. So, yeah, that was the NXT minute. Um, so, yeah, got a little Andre Chase there. So, uh, there you okay. go. Uh, <laughs> right. So, CJ, what was your, uh, back your to, hope for? Uh, yeah, now that to, I got that out of the way, back to who we're looking forward to for 2023. So, I do have an honorable mention. Um, and then I do have my my number one. Uh, so my honorable mention goes out to my good friend Dan Housen. Uh, I hope Dan Housen has a really good 2023. He That's is a, a fine one, wrestler. Yeah. And, you know, he's been hurt. He's been dealing with an injury and all this other stuff. And I just really hope Dan Housen has a good 2023. But I also hope that his buddy, Hook, uh, has a really, really great breakout 2023. 
He's oh, had he, enough time. He's had enough seasoning. He's got the fans behind him. Let's make a run. Let's actually do something now. He hasn't already broken out. No, <laughs> no yeah. he's, he's he, fighting no, he, some jobbers. Yeah, he needs to fight a real guy. But QT yeah, Marshall is not it. He ain't it. You know? <laughs> oh, come on. He's part of the factory. I want to see what Hook can do. And I think it's time for them to show I us. fight a Danielson or Yuta or. Oh, yeah. Darby yeah. Allen. Oh. Have him fight Darby Allen. But yeah, maybe uh, maybe this year we might be able to see Dan Housen's alter ego, Roughhausen. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. So I'm calling his, uh, his heel alter ego. Whoa. I love it. No, like that's what his tag team should be if he ever tags with Leo Rush. There we go. Roughhausen. Roughhausen. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, I think I got some good ones for you. One I All know right. you're not going to like, and second one I think you will. Um, my outside looking in, or my honorable mention. Nikita Lions. It's going to be Abaddon. Oh. Ooh. I want Abaddon okay. to make a name for herself. I don't think that she's going to break through and win a title or anything like that, but I'd like to get her some more more TV time on Dynamite and maybe at least at least Rampage and over the next year we can see her regularly on TV. That's what I hope for for her. But That's my actual hope. one is someone that's on TV and someone that some of us know about, but I, I don't know if he's got the level that he should, and I want him to get to the next level. And that's Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano. I want this year to be a breakout year for him in WWE and not just be the the mid card that he is right now. It's I'm not unhappy where he is, but I want him to break out and go. He deserves the next step. so much more. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I don't know if he needs to get away from the Loomis right now or Miz or what needs to happen. Cause again, I'm not unhappy with what he's doing. I just want more. The, the niche here, are they trying to keep him ready for when Champa comes back? Yeah. The, the something there that I mean, he right? Champa, the Miz was there. So that might've been the original plan before. Uh, was oh yeah. It, no, I, with his I'm hip, with you, I man. Please give me more Johnny wrestling, Johnny wrestling. <laughs> Hopefully we I can like get that. A, awesome. I love it. Oh, I'm always going to say KO. KO is always in the top, but uh, for the discussion, he's ha- I'll go he with had a good twenty twenty wrestling. He so, had a good twenty twenty two. I mean, he fought uh, Stone Cold. Uh, he fought John Cena, and then he tagged with John Cena. You know, guys, I do want to apologize for Wrestle Kingdom. My car did break down. I did get a ride home from Alberto Del Rio, though. <gasps> what? Oh, no! <laughs> yeah, it was Alberto Del Rio. You know what that brings to? Cool. It's the Del Rio. It Tope Suicida! Berto Del Rio picking you up in a Ford Fusion. Screw AAA, just call Alberto Del Rio. It was really weird. Uh, when he, he picked you up, he had a lot of did you say, on. hello, my name is Alberto Del Rio, but you already knew that. <laughs> I did not do that. He, uh, he did take me outside, and he put me in an arm bar for about four and a half minutes, though, so that kind of sucked. But, Sorry to hear. Yeah, you're okay, though. Tope Suiz. Oh, yeah, I'm all right. I'm always okay. This old arm, it always bends like that. Uh, but as far as my Tope Suicida moment of the week. Oh, I'm that wasn't s- it? 
<laughs> well, no, you always that's just a that's just fucking life advice. Always look out for Alberto Del Rio. Um, but I'm gonna say watch, watch out, out for this Darby Allen versus Samoa Joe TNT title Ooh. match. It's already happened. I bet you Samoa Joe chokes that fucker out in about three minutes. He goes oh, for a coffin drop and just chokes the fucking guy out. That's CJ what I'm is a, for. CJ is a serial spoiler, so I don't know where this is coming from. He may or may not be telling us some live information. No, I'm just I, that, I just I just know that that's that match, and I hope that Samoa Joe chokes the fuck out of this game. Yeah, okay. He's, he just wants that. No, I mean, can you just imagine the coffin drop into a waiting Samoa Joe's arms just yeah. right to that fucking <laughs> This <choke>. feels right. <laughs> you know, and then it's like, oh, how did Samoa Joe deal with the, you know, the coffin drop next week? He's like, I don't know. He's a 90-pound kid. He kind of fell on me a little bit. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't hurt that fucking Nothing. bad. Nothing's gonna beat how uh, Brody King choked out Darby Allen though. Oh, so <laughs> From good. off the ropes, he's like, "Yeah," that he's like, "Please, oh, God, please." That looked rough. That looked rough. Darby but yeah, Allen. look out for that what match. Stunt, it's just gonna be a good match. I hope Darby Allen gets choked out because he's an idiot that fumbled the bag on Gigi Dolan. Sad face, Mister Rizzo. All right, so I am going to look forward to. Dynamite next week. We are recording this after Dynamite ended this week, but I have not watched any of it. But none of that should influence what happens next week with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega with the Elite versus the Death Triangle in the seventh match of the seven-match series. The Escala de la Muerta, I believe it's called. I found it. I don't know what that actually means in – I think it's like scale of death or something like that, or I don't know. Uh Fucking sounds good to me. It's going to be a great ladder match between the trios for the trios titles next week, Wednesday on Dynamite. I'm thinking that maybe we're going to end up watching that next week. That's probably what we're going to get together and watch. Um, I don't know if we'll watch that before or after we record, but I'm excited for that. And Oh, the thing I wanted to talk about that is Spence, our our, other podcaster that is usually not here, We'll be at the show live next week. So I'm hoping that he has a honk if you love wrestling sign in the crowd. And uh, well, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll get some people to uh, to check us out. Um, So we will we will uh, we will hear what the TVZ has to say about uh, what to look wind out of my sails. Like like Okada versus Jay White, I have to go after that. And I was going to say Dynamite, yeah, because like you mentioned, Spence is part of, is going to be there live. So uh, be on the lookout, and uh, it should be a good time. How expensive is it to print out a huge fucking poster of my head? <laughs> no, oh, I have no. Oh, hold on, no, we it's have, about a hundred bucks. About we know bucks. about this because I did this. We've Wait. done this. No, I did this. I did this for my buddy Joff, and we did it. And we took it to. Multiple Raw. Raws. And we got but it on a Monday Raw. Yeah. And then they were in Cincinnati maybe. the next week and we sent it to Cincinnati and those are our buddies. Yeah, took there's back to back weeks where there's pictures of our friend Joff in like the second row. And then it was like some people were like, Why is this weird dude again here? Because it was from Buffalo one week and the next week right. Cincinnati. So I was like, is this a thing? But we didn't have anything after Cincinnati. <laughs> That's out. all we got. Look out for the giant QR code that's gonna be there on Dynamite this Wednesday. <laughs> It's just going to be my Venmo code. Send me money. No, it's going to be that video that you promised to send. Anyway, 
Uh, <laughs> I think that wraps it up for this week, don't you think, boys? We saw a yeah. lot of great wrestling. We, yeah, I think we so. Made, yeah. We got yeah, to watch Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom. Kingdom, and we got some exciting more matches coming up next week in Dynamite. As oh, LA Knight would say, it titillated the juices. Yes, oh, it God. did. Yes, it did. <laughs> so I'm tell us what you think. Uh, I, I hope yeah. some of you got to watch Wrestle Kingdom. Um, if you want to watch it on their site, it's a whole nine ninety nine yen, which I believe what was it eleven dollars or nine dollars, ten bucks, ten bucks. It's it's all it is to watch the show and watch all the other New Japan stuff. But send us some uh, messages at uh, at Wrestling Honks or Honk if you love wrestling at gmail.com. And I promise you, we're going to get to that email. We are going to get to that well, email. Yeah, we, we need Spence to be here. I know. I just wanted to tell you. It's just listen. Don't worry, emailer. We'll honkers. get to you. He, yeah, he's dodging you. you. He's dodging you. He's dodging. He's still, he knows. He knows the heat is on. Hey, I hear. I hear it's it's raining real bad in California right you now. Know, I have a. With I rain. have a sense that we're going to get sponsorship from somebody before he even answers this email. That's my, that's my thing. Oh, wow. That's a good bet. That's well, a good you bet. watch out for that. Awesome. What a great week of wrestling. We will catch all you all well. next week. Honk. Honk. Honk.